0: Can I have your attention please? It is now time for the moment everyone has been waiting for. Tea time with T and Robin. Okay. All right. That sounds awesome. Oh my god! Okay, yes. it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay everyone, calm! Procedure. Stay stay f- wait, 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 you
1: What is up, everyone? We're different today, a little bit different, you know. We just wanted to show some something different, but um, we're here. It's yeah. tea time with Robin. Episode, I think 30. It might have been 31. I'm not sure. I think I messed up the numbers in the episodes, but I'll get back on track. But yes,
0: it's it's us, we're back, we're here. How are you, Robin? <laughs> I am so excited because it's Dolphin week. Oh, Miami week. (laughs) Dolphin's (laughs) week. Yay.
1: It's, 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 oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, What more can we say? Yes. What more can you say? Like, I think it's back to the old kind of Miami against the Bills, how we can't stand one another. It's like, it's so good. It feels so good not to like them again. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I don't think people understand. Um Like the younger fan base don't understand how it is to have actually a Dolphin Miami week. Like Miami week was a week. Like it wasn't Wednesday. It was, Soon as that game was over with your other the other team that you played, it was started then. Absolutely. It started then.
0: And so, it did. So that segues in good because it was as soon as the Washington game was shut down, so was oh, I was ready.
1: Right. Yeah. I was
0: like, let's go. All right. Yeah. Let's, it's dolphins week. Let's let's move it's on.
1: absolutely. I was I was listen, the that so the Jets, the first game, nervous. Because I actually flip-flopped both at that game. I flip-flopped, we'll win one, we'll lose one. And then, you know, what happened was it happened, and I was like, oh, can we can win both of these games, but, you know, whatever. Um, But I did flip-flop that Jets game. Um, And then I'm like, my next game was Miami. And yet we are here. But before we get to there, to, to there, we got to talk about the Washington Commanders, who thought they were going to Well, we were home, weren't we? Because there was so many people in that stadium. I heard it was a lot of folks in that stadium, I
0: heard. All I could see was a sea of blue. And it was amazing. And if you listen to like Chris Brown on One Bills Live, was talking about how, you know, they're in there an hour before the game starts or before even the fans can come in. And he said, they trickle in a little bit. And he'd look around and then some more would trickle in and some more and then more and then more. (laughs) (laughs) He said it was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. And we took, we, you know, Bill's fans, Bill's mafia took, they took, took over the stadium. Yeah. Good for them. Listen, that was there. Thank you very much. Now we need everybody's voice uh, this weekend.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, they went in there and command the game. But <laughs> um beat the Washington um Commanders 37 to 3. We definitely have to give a shout out to Aaron Cromer. We mm-hmm. got to shout him out. You listen. That O-line is playing in one like they're just one unit right now. They look they look good. They do. And so
0: they really yeah. did. You know, we talked a little bit about Spencer Brown. Um, I do believe one of the things that Cromer did, and this was duly noted, is to occasionally add David Edwards. Yep. There was a sixth offensive lineman there to help Spencer Brown, and they've done that before. Cromer operates. I like the way he operates. He understands his oh, yeah. players. And he doesn't ask them to do things that they're not capable of doing. Right, right. He tries to bring out whatever tendencies they have and and help them be the best version of themselves. So in his teaching mechanism, he may teach something different to Spencer Brown than he would to Ryan Bates. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. he tailor-makes his offensive line that way. What's interesting to me is a couple things. Number one, and we we mentioned this in the last podcast, Osiris Torrance yeah. looks like a guy that just went seamlessly into the NFL and he looks like he's already a three or four year veteran.
1: Not a hiccup at all.
0: No mistakes. Very few pressures. I, I don't know if he's even let any pressures through yet unbelievably smooth. Mm The O-line looks completely different to me than it did last year. Mm -hmm. Because the interior of our offensive line now is grounded. And in all fairness to Mitch Morse, if you've got an ineffective player on one side and another ineffective player on the other side... It's going to mess with you. Totally. Yeah. So... I think that that whole interior offensive line has improved dramatically. And what we're seeing too I wanted to mention cuz cuz I know you were thinking about this too, the running lanes that are now oh. open. Yeah. Aren't those pretty?
1: Those are beautiful. I mean, um Cook is getting time to, you know, maneuver through that maneuver through the lanes. The running mm-hmm. lanes, which is great because I we haven't seen this in a while. Like like you said, when one side is off, it's like a hiccup because you got one guy doing well. You have another guy not doing well. You have one guy doing well and another guy being shaky. And I do like the fact that they brought in. um, Oh, my God. What did you say? It Anderson? No, nope. Edwards Edwards, because they're using him like they used. Um, Bobby Hart last year. And yes. everybody was so, Bobby Hart, why is he back? Why is he back? Because he is an extra lineman back there. He's used as a tight end, you know, whatever. But I love the fact that they do that on the on offensive line and give an extra body to have help Spencer Brown and help that line out. So I, I, I like
0: that. I do too. And there's another reason when Josh drifts off to the right, he's got that extra person there. Mm-hmm. That's that's blocking, and I I believe that that makes a big difference. So absolutely, hats off to Spencer Brown. He's improved. You can see the other thing that I always look for because that's what I do is his confidence level. Right. He seems to be more confident with his instincts,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I think that that's just going to grow as time goes on. And I think Cromer's doing the right thing. If you need to bring in another guy to help him out so that he can do his job and develop confidence so that at some point you might not need that extra person, that's fine. Great. Whatever. But whatever Cromer's doing is working. And yeah, all I can say, this offensive line looks nothing like they have in the last few in week weeks.
1: one. Mm-hmm. So I mean, get back too, but, um, it's, it's more or less Josh feeling comfortable with his line. Anytime your quarterback is getting hit, constantly getting hit or constantly rolling out the pocket or feeling pressure, he's not going to trust the fact that his guys are going to hold up. So what he's going to do, he's going to escape the pocket. He's not going to give himself time to do those, um, you know, check downs or whatever the case may, those reads that he need to read because mm-hmm. he's so concerned about that pocket. It, collapsing on him so and i won't have time to riot, right to throw the ball down and he it it, it looks it looks good it looks so much good. much better thank you Aaron. Yeah. Thank and you. thank you spencer brown for stepping up because going into these last few games my concern was spencer brown because that front four of washington
0: right. was
1: first rounders man they were they're not like they're They're players, you know, and for Josh not to be, quote, unquote, touched says a lot, says a lot.
0: It does. It does. So we have to be happy. Now, the other side of the hog mollies, we also have to take note of because our defensive line is starting to get their stuff together, too. I love love it. I loved what Ed Oliver said. to I forgot one of the media people asked him something about, you know, why are you doing so good this year or whatever, some stupid question. And he said, because a healthy Ed Oliver is a mother.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's true though, Robin, he's been injured. He's been,
0: he had a high ankle sprain last time. Right. Or something like that. He, yeah, I think so. He, he, he's had a number a couple, couple of injuries that have hampered. Right. Him. What's also hampered him, though, is not having a solid one-technique defensive tackle next to him. And now he and Daquan are making yes. music together. Mm-hmm. So I think that everything's kind of working itself out there. But kudos and to the Mollies on that side of the ball, too, because they look pretty good.
1: Yeah, they do. And not even that, Puna Ford has not even really be- – technically been in you know what I, I mean know. he's not a starter he's a backup but and I and I'm not gonna lie this off season, I could have sworn it was going to be more Puna Ford in there and I know they rotate but I'll say this they're not really rotating a lot no or is it just me
0: right no. they're not, what right we saw, what we saw with Leslie Frazier I think you're right. that's a good point there's I don't think there's the same kind of substitution thing that's going on McDermott appears to be, from what I can tell, appears to be more judicious, maybe, the Uh, word about... He rolls people in and out, but he doesn't seem to do it the same way.
1: Right, right. And
0: and I do think that that Daquan is getting more reps than the others in the interior in that position. They're spelling him, but he's, he's spending more time on the field. And mm-hmm. I'm good with that because when they're healthy, holy cow.
1: Right, right. And mm-hmm. I know that's what their their scheme is, like rotate guys in, you know, keep them fresh. Um, but I, like you said, though, I think last year, Leslie Frazier was doing it at a rapid rate than what Sean is doing it now. I mean, I, we both could be wrong because there are percentages that you see with the guys and stuff I'm that sure snaps that out there. Anymore, but it right. sure
0: seems to me like there's it, the, it's different.
1: Yeah, it does. It does. Um, I mean, our defense looks good. Both sides of the ball look good, and I don't want to get too high because, you know, we have Miami coming up, and we're going to speak about them as well. But in this game, I just felt that um, people were just saying that the Buffalo Bills are going to lose against this hot team of the Washington Commanders, and I'm like, great. But also, too, you do know and understand that Sean McDermott against rookies, and he's technically a rookie still, does great by disguising, you know, schemes and stuff like that. And so I just thought he did a great job. He held on the ball too long, Um, Sam Howell, and it just, it it didn't work out for them.
0: Quarterbacks, I looked it up. Rookie quarterbacks against Sean McDermott are three and seven. So he has a history of being able to destroy rookie quarterbacks. And I love it. Yeah. So that, that didn't come as a great surprise to me, but what surprised me the most was what you said just a minute ago was how the Bill's defensive line, um, excuse me, the Washington defensive line was, was handled fairly well by the Bill's offensive line. They did not yet. They did not get to Josh. And Josh He didn't have to maneuver around a whole lot. However, in this game, wasn't it funny? I wanted to ask you this. Didn't you find it interesting? So in the last game, here's Josh, Mr. Efficiency. Down the field, no, nothing Mm -hmm. big, nothing risky, nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh my goodness. When the commander's game came along, did we not see just a little bit of Josh's guns? A little bit, right. And I'm fine with it. Yeah, it was a good Be- amount. Do right, you think it was? It was a it
1: was a great balance, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. this wow. <laughs> and I not like to call him wow. It's just wow. It's, you know, he's he's wow. just he's a quarterback. He's a gunslinger. You know, he he wants it. I, my arm is what it is. I just want to show it. You know, and I'm and I'm good with that. Moderations. I'm good with that. I don't need you throwing into, and then he did an interception, but I think that was towards the end of the game. And he was like, you know what, just sling it down there. And that's just going to be Josh. But I just want you to do it where it's just not,
0: prudent. it's going to, right. Be you know? prudent. Be prudent. right. And I don't know what's going on in the locker room, but but according to Josh, that slide that he had. Oh, yeah. he made Someone owes him some, some money. Apparently, yeah, money slide for him. So somebody's put up some bucks to get him to slide. Did and he slide that, twice? That slide was, yeah, he might have. But that one slide, you remember the one oh, where yeah. he went for like ten yards? Yeah, he was like, oh, all right.
1: right. He was like, somebody owes me some money, and I'm with it. But under this, under this um, Sean McDermott defense, he forced one fumble, four interceptions, and um, nine sacks. Great game. Great game. What are you gonna you say? know, great game, right? Okay. And yeah, so on to that. All right, we have spill the tea? So here's our spill. For me, come on, just spill that. Come on, just spill that. Spill that tea for me. Spill my dirty tea. Yeah, tell me
0: everything. Come on, just spill that. Come on, just. I love that.
1: It's spill have- the tea segue. Yeah. Then we got spill the tea. And I think me and Robin have the same one. Yeah. So it's uh, Terrell Bernard. Terrell Bernard came was the first NFL player to record two sacks, a fumble, right? Recovery, inter- interception in one freaking game. And I think as Bill's Mafia, we might have to do an apology sheet, let it go around the stadium, and everybody can sign it. Robin said she's going
0: to be first. I'm going to be first on the list. I had no idea that this man had this in him. He is like pound for pound, a wild beast tackling machine. And I must say, because I was going to bring this up and I forgot to mention it when we were talking earlier, but we'll just talk about it now. The difference that I see now in terms of the middle linebacker position and how Terrell Bernard is playing it is Mm -hmm. so different. And I say this different than Tremaine Edmonds. You know, there's Tremaine people who are critical of Tremaine, whatever.
1: Oh my goodness. Tremaine
0: is a beast of his own, but Terrell Bernard, I got to take my, I mean, seriously, this dude is tough. And the other thing is, if you look and see, when they do all the analysis, Carol Bernard and Taryn Johnson together are trouble with a capital T. Yeah. 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 They are. And I, um, they're little. These guys are little, they, but they, they, tackle. they are little. I was laughing because Terrell Bernard, he makes a tackle. He wraps himself around somebody and they're dragging him along. And it needs this other person to come along to make the tackle. They right. Go down. But, what are you going to do? Bernard, we m- so smart and so instinctive, having him oh. next to Milano has just turned out to be golden at least in you the know. last couple of games. Let's go! And
1: I'll say that I'll say this about that because I said it off season is this going to affect Matt Milano's play? Because I will say this, although. In 2022, when um, Bernard was drafted, that was a pick that I picked. Um, me and Mike did. Wow. But also, too, I, yeah, I, after he was picked, everybody, he's undersized, he's not a good, and I'm just like, man, did I, did I do something wrong here? Not that I am a draft guru, because I am not. I just seen on tape awesome. what I seen, and I just thought he would be a perfect fit for the Buffalo okay. Bills. Did not know that you know, the Buffalo Bills will be turning a different page when it came to Jermaine um, yeah. Edmonds. Um, but I have to say, I was really concerned about the play next to Matt Milano. And apparently they have something going on in the locker room to where um, it's a competition between them. It's a they. I don't know if it's a bet or whatever, but they have competitions who can get more tackles, who can get more, you know, interceptions and all like that. And that's healthy. So I was wrong. I was wrong when it came to Matt Milano and and Bernard being next to each other and playing complimentary football over there. So I am, I'm happy to be wrong.
0: (laughs) I'll say that. Bring it on. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I agree with you more. There's something about Terrell Bernard's intelligence that shines through because it's almost as if I mean, the guy finds himself in the right place at the right yeah. time yeah. a lot. Yes. That's, he's a Matt Milano. Yes. <laughs> I know. It's like, okay, we got a clone and let's go. You know, that. Yeah. that's all I can say is let's go. But I was, yeah. I was absolutely wrong in thinking that he would not be able to make a difference because of his size.
1: Yeah. I really thought yeah. he,
0: he's undersized, but he... Pound for pound, the dude is, he's a beast. Yeah.
1: And in the offseason, they kind of told us. Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean said, right. the guy we may just have the guy on the roster. Mm-hmm. As Bills fans, you can't have him on the roster. Who are you talking about? There's well, so no one there on the roster. We, <laughs> they were like, listen. they told us.
0: Yeah. And that's why, you know, when he's shooting Blarney at us, because sometimes the blarney is true and sometimes it's just blarney but
1: right
0: absolutely Apparently,
1: it was he knew what he was talking about
0: what in, so. in this continues and bernard continues to develop along this way this is this is another third round gem now you yes. can get that second round right we we're, we're going to be flying but third you know yes. this was a third rounder And Tremaine was a first-round pick, so Mm -hmm. second round. We picked him after Josh. Yes, second. He was in the first round. That's right, because they moved up to get him.
1: Right, Um, right, right, right. They moved up
0: to get Um, him. Anyway. All right, well,
1: we got to talk about him. It's the next game up. It's Miami, Miami week. Us Bills fan, we know where it's at. We can't stand the Miami Dolphins. I don't care what you think it is. It is not New England. It's always been Miami, and it is here. Yeah. Miami went to – no, they had their game in Miami and put 70 bucks, <laughs> 70 burger on the Denver Broncos.
0: Oh, man, the Broncos. And
1: – oh, the Broncos. Gross.
0: It's Project a shit show. It's a shit show. I don't even have
1: enough time for it. Um, but it just looks a hot mess. That that team in Chicago, hot mess. Chicago
0: in general. You might
1: as well just for just don't play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mean it that way. But the the organization itself, not the players, but the organization itself needs to. Go somewhere and hide real quick. Just a
0: fire, fire!
1: Oh my God! Yes, good thing we're not there. So Miami, here we go. (laughs) And
0: hello, Tyreek. We got a few things to say to you.
1: Speaking to some fans, there they think that's what's going to happen in Buffalo, and I'm like, it's a week to week, you know, roster. And um, what 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 happened? Over there, it's not going to happen. Over here, it doesn't. It doesn't come
0: over. Like, what are we doing here? It does. Absolutely does not. And that week has nothing to do with this week. It doesn't, and especially if you look at simply the state of the locker room in Denver versus the state of the locker room in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. In Denver we have a quarterback who basically extorted the team. And that extortion took place probably because my guess is Pete Carroll could see that Russell Wilson was hitting the wall. Yeah. He he absolutely extorted the Denver Broncos. They got
1: so many picks from Russell, which who knew that Russell was going to go crashing down like it's it, it's it's sad to see. It. Yeah, Pete Carroll did see it, but us as fans, it. we didn't see that. We, we didn't think that was going to happen.
0: You know, no, I'll tell you what, the Denver Bronco fans, because I live in the hearts of of Denver Bronco country. Although now it's Buffalo Bills country, but <laughs> Denver Broncos fans are fed up to the with the Denver Broncos at this point.
1: And, really? And- Already?
0: Oh, they are. Well, but not, not Sean Payton. Because Sean okay. Payton came in and he basically, he knew what he was getting. He knew this was oh, going to yeah. be a mess. Because now you're stuck with Russell Wilson's guaranteed money. Who you
1: did not want.
0: Who's going to put you in cap hell for the next three yeah. years minimum. Mm-hmm. And so I'm certain that Payton was very clear with ownership just like McDermott and Bean were when right. they came to Buffalo, First and you know this team is not going to be good right away because yep. there is dead weight that needs to go. And when Marcel yep. Darius took what fifty-five million dollar cap hit that one year, yeah. ago, yep. you don't have any money left over for free agents or anything like that, and they went six and ten. Yeah, so it Denver is a tire fire. They. I don't think – yes, it's a big deal when you lay 70 points on any team. I get that. But if you have a team that has totally given up, does not believe in the quarterback, does not want to play, that can happen. I'm not surprised. So maybe I'm just a Bills homer, but I I don't think it says – what everybody is interpreting as oh my god you know Miami's number 1 in the power rankings everywhere blah blah Miami 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 I think they may be greatly overestimating their ability they have and I looked it up they it's a thank you Greg Thompson from Cover 1 put out a wonderful tweet that explained the burst method burst movement that McDaniel's offense uses to create separation, and he does it in a way that freaks out the defensive backs, and these guys yes. get open, and once they're open enough, they're gone because they're faster than anybody else. So, but
1: before you read that, right? Yeah, I also think so. There's people. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm always in Twitter Spaces or whatever, and sometimes I'm not, but they're saying it's an a, a, illegal motion that tyreek and that they're doing because yes there's movement at the backfield but you're not setting yourself so you're getting a running start while the dbs are just sit like they're just oh okay oh wait you know right yes so go ahead i'm sorry
0: because they have to react you're absolutely right. right they have to react and so it takes them time, and if they're not already up to speed, like the offense, like the it only takes a time. second too. Exactly, exactly, and it's all timing. It's all yes. timing, which says to me because everybody's talking about this. Re- well, I love Sean McDermott. Oh, <gasps> they have a revolutionary offense. Revolutionary. McDermott is laying the blarney out so hard it made me crack up.
1: I know. Um, I heard it. I was like. I mean, you're blowing the smoke, buddy. Oh, man. You're, blow- you're, you're blowing smoke.
0: it. The- I mean,
1: yes, they have an explosive offense. They do. They have track stars over there. Everyone they- is fast.
0: They are. They do. But here's the thing that's going to be interesting about this game because it doesn't happen all that often that it truly is a chess match between mm-hmm. Sean McDermott and Mike McDaniels because, a- you have got the Irish brothers. Okay. They are calling the offense, calling the defense. So it really is a meeting of the minds. It right. Really it oh,
1: yeah.
0: McDaniels versus McDermott, literally. So mm-hmm. what do I think is going to happen? I think just like everybody who thinks and we've seen this, remember when the run and shoot came in, and you remember all these little tricky offenses that people come up with. And there are ways to counteract that. Make right. no mistake. People think, oh, my God, Miami's offense is revolutionary. It's invincible. It's No, it's not. Every offense and every defense is vulnerable. You just have to figure out where and how. Right.
1: You remember they had the two high, what is it, two shell, two safety yeah.
0: high. Yeah. And
1: everybody was, I think I want to know if, I don't know if it's fact. I mean, r- forgive me if it's. Not true. I think it was Kansas city who rolled it out and they are like, Oh, they're playing too high shell. Um, um, safeties, da, 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 da. We got to forget, figure this out. We can. And then all of a sudden everybody figured it out.
0: There you go. Yes. I, I, I truly believe. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm say, I think Sean McDermott is an equal in terms of the eyes of who's the guru in this mm-hmm. situation. Mike McDaniel's don't make you know make no mistake. I think he's got a very good strategy.
1: As Absolutely.
0: long as get away with it, like you said, yeah. in terms of the illegal motions and stuff. But in my view, Sean McDermott has always been underrated, underappreciated. Mm-hmm. He's never been yeah. coach of the year. He's been nominated numerous times, and he even when people do praise him it's always, oh, well, you know, Sean McDermott, he's really good, and then pfft, off to something else. Right.
1: Yes. Yeah. They don't... Isabel, have- well, you, you know what they do over there. Anyway, um but over here, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I think Sean McDermott is going to have some surprises for Miami. Well, and- that
1: Isabella Andy playing... Andy Isabella... Isabella Andy. Andy, <laughs> Andy Isabella playing two first names. <laughs> Playing um, Tyreek Hill in practice, so mm-hmm. that'll give them, you know, the the speed of of, of Tyreek and the speed of Waddle and the speed of the wide receiver. I mean, um, the running backs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just that we just got to play our. We cannot over pursue. We have to play disciplined football. You know, this is this this game is going to test disciplined football for sure.
0: This is big. You boy. know.
1: It is. It is. You cannot over-pursue if you do. It takes that one second for a burst of a running back going to the house. It only takes that fast because Tyreek is hill. Mostert is good. Um, Atring, I forgot his name, is good. He's a rookie. He's freaking fast. Yeah. All of them are fast.
0: So fast that if you, like you said, it's just a split second. And they're gone. You won't catch. You won't catch them. You can't catch them. No. So you have to be smarter than they are,
1: in terms of
0: outthink. Yes. And like you said, be extremely disciplined in whatever coverages you're supposed to be in. Mm -hmm. Question for you, real quick: Do you think they activate Elam? That's what everybody was saying. Like it, it should be.
1: Um, he should be activated. Um. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, although he did great the last time he played against Tyreek, I wouldn't be mad if they did it. I don't,
0: I don't know. Because of his speed, he's he's the fastest of our corners. So I I don't know, but I, like you, I think that's a very, very interesting question. And then one more thing I want to bring up about this game, because you talk about strategy And knowing your opponent. I wonder because we saw Jordan Poyer on the injury list, Mm -hmm. and that's always a concern. You know, it's knee again, so we don't know, you know, what's up with that. But remember what we talked about earlier before the season began. One of the advantages that the Bills have is depth. Taylor Rapp probably has some insight maybe more so than any player on the Bills' roster, about the McDaniels' offense, mm-hmm, because he mm-hmm. the Rams. And in that right. division, they face San Francisco twice a year. So I imagine that there is some overlay of information that he can share. So I'm not freaking out. Some people are totally freaking out if Poyer doesn't play. I love Poyer, but if Poyer's not 100%, Put in Taylor Rapp.
1: Yeah. Um, And even if he is, I think they would play three safeties at at Mm -hmm. some point during that game. Um, But I'm not really – I'm not – it's more soreness of anything when it comes to Jordan Poirier. So I think Jordan's going to play because of the amp of this game. But Mm -hmm. if he can't go, I'm not really too concerned. And I know um, – what's his name? Hamlin. Hamlin played. DeMarin Mm -hmm. Hamlin also played. I know he's not – anywhere near Jordan Poyer, but I'm not concerned about it. But I what I am concerned is our front four getting to Tua, and I don't think they're going to be able to get to Tua because Tua gets a ball out in 2.3 seconds. So what, what I need for them to do, again, is disguise um, this defense. but I need for them also, maybe having Russo, go inside and put his hands up because I think the most you can do for Tua because he's a short quarterback is just, you know, wave your arms or do whatever to, so he can mm-hmm. get off his first or second read when you have time to mm-hmm. disrupt. You know what I mean? So Because I, I don't think you're going to be able to get to him.
0: Probably not, but if you can disrupt his rhythm because mm-hmm. that offense is all about timing.
1: It's, it's all about timing. It's all and
0: about do, do, do. So, Exactly.
1: Like he gets the ball out so freaking fast, and you thought Tim Brady, Tom Brady got the ball out fast. Tua gets the ball out fast as well.
0: Does and he's very he's he's very accurate. But if you fluster him, yeah, he'll throw some interceptions for you. And Tua has not been sacked. Well, he's been sacked
1: one time this season, one time this season. So. You know they're I mean, definitely trying to make him feel comfortable in that pocket,
0: well, and he we'll makes
1: it right. Right. We're
0: gonna yeah. see. No, let,
1: let me ask you: Do you think they blitz him a little bit?
0: Probably. Whatever it takes. If, mm-hmm. if, they, if they quote blitz him, it's going to be disguised, just yes. like that. And that's that's kind of McDermott's thing is you never know Mm -hmm. where the blitz is coming from or who's going to do it. It could be anybody at any given point in time. So yeah, I do think that there's going to be a lot of gamesmanship on the part of the defense and lots of adjusting on the fly because you've got the head coach versus the head coach. So things don't have to go be communicated through a bunch of different people. This game is gonna be lit. This game yeah, is It's really, gonna be. I'll be really surprised if it turns out to be a boring game because I think it's gonna be lit.
1: I, or a blowout game. It's mm-hmm. if it's a blowout game, something happened to the game plan. I'm telling you right now, on either on either sides. Yes. Something happened to the game plan. It just blew up because these are two guys, Sean McDermott and and um um McDaniels are They seem like the same person, but different the way they go through the way they approach the game. It seems like it's the same. So Mm -hmm. this is going to be oh, man, this is going to be a great game. I'm going to be nervous as hell because (laughs) I hate games like this, but I love games like this, too. So, yeah, it's going to be a great game because he's one
0: o'clock Eastern game. I'm glad it's not a primetime game. I don't want to sit all day. A lot night. of
1: people wanted it as a prime time game. They wanted it as a prime time game because the Kansas City Chiefs and the Jets are at eight o'clock, and they thought switch it. And you can't, you can't do it now because it's too early in the season. But they felt that that game should been at one o'clock, and our game should have been at eight. And I didn't want our game at eight o'clock. It's too.
0: It's too I'm long. too old, yeah. man.
1: <laughs> I would have to call in again.
0: I'm too old for to all this primetime yeah. shit. Oh, hey.
1: Yeah, but I mean, thank you. I mean, I got the, of course, I got the Bills winning this game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I do have them winning this game. Um, It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun.
0: We oh, cool. Thomas You're going to be at the game,
1: Thomas. Awesome.
0: Oh, hi, Thomas. Cool. Come on and Be loud. Please be really, really loud.
1: Yes, because they're talking about... Miami is taking over the Bills State. I said, do you not know who's going you, Huh? Unless Bills fans are selling those tickets, I don't see that's happening. It's what not going to be a commander's type of stadium <laughs> where, you know, Miami's taking it over. No, sorry. It's not. Well, have fun at the game, Thomas. Yes. Should
0: be, should We're be really that you're going to be, be there. Yell yeah, for
1: definitely. Yes, for sure, because I'm going to be at home yelling for sure. Mm. Um,
0: but I have no more unless you do. No, I just want to say how much I love you.
1: I love you as well. And thank you for changing your schedule and um us doing this at nighttime. A little weird, but cool. It's weird, but it's
0: okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, my last thing that I'll take away, um, I'll say about this game is I think it's gonna be very important um that the Buffalo Bills tackle. They have to tackle because they are not good a good tackling team and they need to tackle. And I think that whoever wins the turnover battle wins the game. So
0: I think that's probably right up there. And the only other thing I can add to that is figuring out some way to slow down their running game. Most of it is. And we'll be talking about that earlier. And I do think that that old phrase, you've got to be able to run the ball and stop the run. Right. that's where I'm like, yay! Definitely going to be very loud and thanks. Okay, awesome. tell us. We're counting on All right. you. Come but I also and-
1: think that. Yes, me. come back to see us next week, and tell us about it. Um, I also think though that the bills are going to be able to run on this team, as well.
0: I so. think so too. Yeah, I think so too. Anyway. So. I'm gonna-
1: no. no, you're good. That being said, we are done. This was Tea Time with Robin. It is Miami week. I can't wait to discuss this game. Win or lose, but I think it's going to be a win. Robin has a feeling. Dude, we didn't talk about it. She's going to keep it to herself, but she has a feeling. feeling, it. feeling it. <laughs> All get. right, guys. Thank you again. And like always, go Bills. Peace out, y'all.
0: Until next time, Mafia, this has been Tea Time. With Tea and Robin. The bills make me wanna.